always the island had been out there. So far out over so much choppy water, far beyond the last gray wave. The groaning ice when there was ice. The fog when there was fog. So distant in the middle of such a huge lake, that for their first nine years, Niji, that church made of those tens of thousands of wooden pegs, each one as small as a little boy's finger bones, those wood-shingled domes like tops upended to spin their points on the floor of the sky, the priests' black robes snapping in the wind, their beards blowing with the clouds, their droning ceaseless as the shore slap waves, might have been just another fairy tale that Yadya Avya told. And then one day when the lake ice had broken and geese had come again, two brothers, twins, stole a little boat and rowed together out towards Niji. Into the lake, Demas said. To hunt the Chudo-Yudo, Yarek said, until they found it and killed it. They were ten years old. Dmitri Lvovich Zhuvov and Yaroslav Lvovich Zhuvov, and they had never been this far out in the lake, this lost, this on their own. Around them the water was wide as a second sky, darkening beneath the one above, the rowboat a moon sliver winking on the waves. In it they sat side by side, hands buried in the pockets of their coats, leaning slightly into each other with each sway of the skiff. Or maybe it came up, Demas said, and crushed the boat. And they drowned, Yarek said. Or, Demas said, it ate them. They grinned, the same grin at the same time, as if one's cheeks tugged the other's lips. Or, Yarek started, and Dima finished. They died. They went quiet. The low slap of lake water knocking the metal hull the small sharp calls of Jaegers, black specks swirling against a frost-bitten sky. But no wood blades clacking at the rowboat's side, no worn handles creaking in the locks. Hours ago they had lost the oars. Now they were losing last light. Their boat had drifted so far into Lake Otseva's center that they could no longer make out the shore. But there was the island. All their lives it had been somewhere beyond the edge of sight, and now they watched it. Far gray glimpse growing darker, as if the roots of its unknown woods were drawing night up from the earth. It humped blackly out of the distant water, unreachable as a whale's back. And beyond it stretched the lake, and all around the lake, and beneath them the rocking of its waves. At their feet the tools they'd taken scraped back and forth against the skiff floor. Axe, hatchet, cleaver, pick. Each one freshly sharpened. In the bow behind their backs a brushhook's moon-bright blade swayed against the sky. Beneath it a cloud of netting. And nestled there to keep from breaking, wrapped in wool blankets to warm the life in them, two dozen eggs a gestating nestful of yoky souls. Out of the stern the fishing rod jutted, its line lipped by the waves, 
tugged and slacked, tugged and slacked, going down, down, down into the black belly of the lake, where its huge hook hung, gripping in its barb the red fist of a fresh gooseheart.